Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Survivor Brothers, your ultimate unofficial podcast from your friends at TV Guide. I'm your Survivor obsessed host, Fox Van Allen, and joining me today is my co host. A lot of people think he's just smart and funny and pretty, but he's actually really creative. It's Mr. Lance Cartelli. Hello, Lance. Hey, Fox. It's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. I, right? You're a very talented guy. Can you design me an outfit? I've already did, just while you were <laughs> introing me. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. I, I can't wait to see it, but I already know my pants are going to sell way faster. Um, Lance, true. We, uh, we, have a, we had a, 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 a Tony episode uh, on Survivor this week. I cannot tell you how excited I am that we have a Tony episode. Um, Not only t- did we get a Tony episode, we got the best episode of the season, thanks to the most survi- uh, most entertaining Survivor. I, I gotta say, I gotta say, I agree. I gotta say, I agree. It was it was fantastic from start to finish. Uh, but before we get into this, the, the Tony madness, the the Vlachos of it all, uh, I, I gotta, I got some, uh, I got some egg on my face. I think we both do here, Lance. A, a little bit of egg on our face because the uh, the top headline here. Uh, aside from Tony's ridiculously amazing day, is that Sophie's gone. Sophie was my winner pick here, and I was convinced like, right up until she went home that she was going to win this whole damn thing. Yeah, there was a point in this episode where I'm like, oh, no, Sophie's actually going home, and then it, it happened and stuff. But, yeah, I think I really think we're the ones that, that doomed her. We were talking her up the whole season, pretty much saying how she almost can't lose and stuff and how she's destined to win, and we definitely screwed her over. Yeah, I, I feel like I was I was waiting for this whole thing to fall. Like, I knew what Tony was up to, but it's not really going to work, is it? And then it works, and I, oh my goodness, it's a, it's a heck of an episode. So we're going to talk about all of it today, right? We're going we're gonna to break down and discuss that that crazy vote. We're going to talk about the, uh, the uh, edge of extinction and the extortion advantage or disadvantage that seem to make it all possible for Tony. And uh, we're also going to we'll, we'll also discuss who the heck is going to win now, uh, since uh, Sophie, the person that we thought was going to win the game, is no longer in it. Of course, she could come back. There's always the edge of extinction. Someone has Absolutely. to come back. So it very well could be her, and she could very well win, and we could very well not have egg on our face, I guess. Um, but uh, but enough about that for now. Uh, let's let's get into this. Let's get into this Tony madness, uh, Lance, because uh, I mean. I, we, we've been talking all season about Tony and just showing off this masterful, masterful survivor gameplay, just kind of like telling people how to play the game and keeping it that slow and a quiet game. And all of a sudden here, Tony goes crazy and it's absolutely fantastic. Everything works out for Tony in the end somehow. And I think that's the most unbelievable part about it, right? That everything works out. Yeah, that is absolutely the most unbelievable part. It's there's so many parts throughout the entire episode where you're just like, okay, it's it's over for Tony. It's just gonna all crumble, and then everything just works out, and I just can't believe it. And once you you hit a point where it's like, okay, this is really just the ultimate Tony episode. This is him reaching his peak, him going full Michael Jordan, and so you just gotta sit back and just enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's try to let's try to unpack the, the, a little bit more about this uh, this vote here. Um, the the can the four to three to two. 
um, and and why is just so darn brilliant here, right? So last last week, you know, if, if we're coming back to tribal council from last week, we've got a group of five that Tony's a part of against a group of four. Um, but Tony has been putting in work here, uh, trying to convince this group of four, this is Jeremy and Michelle and Kim and Denise, uh, that he's one of them. He's undercover, um, which is, first, first of all, love Tony undercover. Um, and I, I feel like I, I am very surprised that it is Jeremy who, who kind of says, like, I, I really believe this guy. Like, this guy, he is all straight up because nothing... Uh, nothing about what went on and Tyson going home seems to suggest that Tony is one of them, right? That's what was so confusing and amazing in the same point is that, like, why are people helping Tony? Why are people trusting Tony? Have they never seen him play? These are winners playing. And it's just unbelievable. But it also shows how good of a job Tony's done at getting people to trust him despite all of that. And for Jeremy just to not see that that's what was happening just adds to Tony's great play. And then it gives Kim, you know, you got to give Kim some credit just because she, you know, sees right through it. She's like the one oh. person that, that understands it. Oh, absolutely. And it, it really seems like Kim and, and Denise together kind of like figure out like, okay, this is not legit. And I think a good part of it is because Jeremy was not there at tribal council. Jeremy did not see the, okay, well, why don't the five of us just make a decision? The whole, like the, the exact breakdown of it all uh, and Tony kind of gets away with telling Jeremy his version of what happened, uh, mm -hmm. which is not, you know, it's not entirely, uh, you know, a lie by omission, perhaps, uh, about what goes on. Um, but uh, it's it's really it's really surprising that that Jeremy believes Tony. And perhaps if Jeremy was smart enough or uh, skilled here enough or whatever you want to call it to pick up on Tony being uh, a liar here and, and really just playing him. Uh, Jeremy probably wouldn't have saved himself in that final moment when, when Tony came to him with that last minute plan. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, so Tony is doing uh, a surprisingly good job of going undercover, at least uh, convincing Jeremy and Michelle of it. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that really just kind of breaks up this four person alliance because uh, the Kim and like you're saying, Kim and Kim and Denise see through it and they decide their best their best shot here is that, I mean, they're not they don't want to get played by Tony again. So they join the majority and they what a bad time to flip for Kim, who we really time. love. We really like what Kim's done and yeah. stuff, but she is just making these missteps all over. And it's just so funny that the one time she decides to flip on that group is the worst time to flip. Yeah, I mean, I I don't uh, I don't one hundred percent hate the idea. Uh, you know, in, in most situations here, uh, it might it's probably going to be the right move. Uh, yeah, I know, totally understand can, it. You can buy yourself, you know, two more votes down the line. Uh, you know, you're in trouble. Um, but Tony is the wild card here, man. Tony is the absolute wild card, and when Tony's in the mix, who oh, you can't trust any, anything could go cr crazy at any any point here. Um, uh, what did you think? Uh, I, I thought there was this really uh, one of my favorite Kim and Deanie's moments there was that uh, that moment after they talked to Jeremy. Right. Because they, they pitched Jeremy a plan. And their plan is to vote out Ben. And apparently Jeremy does not like Ben. Um, not a lot of Jeremy not like Ben. Does anybody like Ben? A I lot of people. Like that's <laughs> that's of one people. of my. Yeah. It's one of my most underrated storylines this season is nobody likes Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, that is, that is, yeah. See, Adam, Adam had some issues and Jeremy had some issues and if Austin only, Rob. yeah, if only they could all have gotten together and just uh, figured that out, that, that Ben's the one they don't like. Um, but, uh, 
But yeah, so the, J- Jeremy is on board with this fake Ben plan. But like that, the moment that I'm talking about is like after Jeremy leaves and like, like Kim and Denise are just like so cold. Like, you know, we got to do it. We got to do what we got to do. Uh, just talking about yeah, like, how you completely and totally lied to Jeremy. Yeah, what's weird is it's Kim who kind of looks like she's kind of regretting the decision and is like emotional about it. And Denise is the one kind of like, hey, this is the thing we have to do. When Kim was the one, at least the, the way they positioned it as her, the, as she's the one that was flipping on everybody, too. So I thought yeah. that was an interesting like edit and way to like perspective to look at it. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like uh, I feel like Kim is playing it like very thoughtfully. Um, not to say that Denise isn't, but like. Denise just looks like she's having a lot more fun and Denise is ready to just take a swing at the bat no matter what. And, you know, Denise is on the bottom, but like, she's not going to act like she's on the bottom, even though she knows that she's on the bottom. And I I, I love what I I love. uh, I love both of them. And I mean, honestly, like, I don't know that what happened here is the worst for their games. I mean, I I think it hurts a lot more people uh, a lot worse than they get hurt here. Um, Yeah. I I think they're in a pretty, not terrible spot. I think uh, I think Jeremy's a big winner out of all this, which oh, is kind of funny yeah. to say. Yeah, it's crazy how at the beginning of the episode, everyone is just big mad at him, and it's yeah. like it, everyone turned on him and stuff. But all he needed was this is why you do it because you just need that buy yourself a week, and these people bubble to the top. Tony, you know, makes his move, and now Tony's just such a huge threat, and Jeremy's on the back burner now. That's the fakest kind of survivor upset, by the way. It's like, I think that, oh, yeah. that would be the thing that would drive me crazy. That people are mad at you because you did something to save yourself and keep them yeah. doing what they wanted. Every do. single other person would have done the same thing if they were, if they knew they were going home. Of course. It's like when Jeremy wants to know, asking Tony, like, who's in on it? It's like everybody, every yep. single person is in on it. That uh, conversation really, that's where I was like, I was getting, I like got up out of my seat and I just wanted to shake Jeremy. I was like, just believe Tony. I know how weird yeah. this sounds, but believe him. And honestly, I don't blame Jeremy like at all for being apprehensive about Tony, yeah. but it was all the pleading and everything that Tony did that I, I'm guessing is what kind of finally like pushed him over the top and stuff. But it was a nice job, really great episode for the editors because yeah. you really don't know where they're going. You don't know if you can trust these people. It's just, it made tribal which was a very chill tribal. It still made it very interesting. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like once uh, you know Tony pitches this plan to Jeremy, like Jeremy's entire demeanor just like changes, right? Like it, there's like oh, yeah. it's like such a like it's like this serious like Jeremy that we get like even down to tribal council when he's like looking at Ben, like it's just like such a different tone. And I think part of it is just because like he, I think he understands like what a uh, a terrible position he is in, even though he is being saved here. Right. Yeah. And he, he just has the right demeanor and personality to be at the bottom and still know kind of how to move and everything and not piss people off and stuff. But I definitely, to go off your point, I think him giving the, the stink eye to Ben after every single vote was one of my favorite parts of the whole episode, even though it's a Tony episode, we have some really great Jeremy moments too. It's, it was great. It was great. I love the, cause they were, it was the same look. But it was two different, like, Ben got two different. It's like the look first when the votes come Jeremy's way. It's like, yeah, that's what you did, huh? And then the votes start going Sophie's way. And then all of a sudden, it's the same, you know? Same yeah, way. and I think, and Jeremy loves it, obviously, because he's staying. And it's also, like, confirms that his hate for Ben. It's like, okay, I am right to hate this guy. Yeah, I mean, I, you, can't, you can't blame him. 
I mean, it's it's the guy just tried to vote you out. Yeah. Um, you know, it's you try not to keep things per- make things personal, you know, but um, you spend. 39 days on an island with someone you're gonna you're gonna find things to not like about them i guess absolutely and if somebody doesn't want to work with you and every time you try to you're gonna get annoyed with that person if you know in my fantasy football league if i'm sending a trade offer to somebody and they don't ever want to trade with me i'm gonna get annoyed with them okay um i've got one more question here about this this crazy tony alliance here and uh that's that's the fourth person in this alliance because it's uh, jeremy and michelle make total sense because they're on the bottom right um mm-hmm. but the, the 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 fourth person here is uh evil vampire donathan nick here uh is the fourth um and it's it sure seems like nick's ready to go like tony pitches him and it does not take a lot of work I it's mean, like a three second pause there, but like you yeah. know, these converse, like Tony said, like he's waiting until right before they go to tribal to make sure that these conversations are quick. The quicker they are, the more likely they are to happen, right? So, I mean, Nick's got to make a decision in that moment. But I, I got to say, like I'm surprised it was this easy. Nick just seems like a guy. He just wants to play, and yeah. I think he he really likes being along for the ride. But to me, Nick is kind of feeling like everyone that was on Ewell's tribe during his season, he's just helping Tony win. He's just doing everything he can. Like in the beginning, he makes a, that mistake of trusting Tony and letting him look all by himself and stuff. Oh, that was, and that was a good, yeah, that was a fan. That was another that fantastic was a, Tony moment. Yep. A great Tony moment. And then Nick just helps him. Like Nick just feels like he's, he just wants third place and zero votes at the end. You know, he wants to ride with Tony to the end and be fine with just being one of the final three. Yeah, I don't. I, I get the feeling that Nick is probably uh, that he is probably going to uh, end his game a little bit before the final three. Um, yeah, he, he he really seems to be fitting into this uh, comic relief kind of uh, uh, kind of <laughs> slot. Yep. Um, I don't I don't know if you caught all the great. I mean, aside from the uh, the evil vampire Donathan aside, which is just fantastic. I I, <laughs> I love that. Um, but even I don't know if you caught that moment where there's just like a, a short little clip of him just like smelling himself. Yeah, it's just just like we get so many like random Nick moments and they're all just they're fantastic. I mean, I I love him, but like they are not like super strategic moments that they are showing. Yeah, I really did love the moment where it's like, I got to think about this for a second. And then like a split second later. Yeah, I'm in. And Tony's just like (laughs) so surprised. It's it's a tough one. All right. But that's just that's the kind of person that Tony will use and abuse and just chew up and spit out, you know, like that's just too easy for him. Yeah. Uh, now this what Tony did here, uh, like the waiting until the last minute. Uh, now this is this is actually supposedly a very popular uh, strategy on Survivor. A lot of times things will happen right before Tribal uh, for for the reason that like the last thing that happens is the last thing that happens. Like you can't. Yeah, it's the last have word. Another and conversation I, I... after the last conversation. That's why you know. And, and then you know we have all these you know discussions that pop up at Tribal as well, but. Um, it was just, it was just so great, so great on, on Tony, but absolutely flawless execution. Um, well, t- timing is everything in yeah. Survivor, and you see it all the time when people mistime their blindsides and stuff, or maybe they go too early, like, hey, I want to go after this person, then their name gets brought up. It just makes way too much sense to have that last word, especially when the game is so chaotic and nobody really knows what's going on. Just be that last voice inside their head, and it, it, just, it obviously works out. And I mean, I I don't know, uh, and maybe you can tell me what you think this means for Nick's game, but as far as, like, Tony, when he is trying to see who is going to go along with this plan, I I mean, I think for sure, like, Nick is the person who is most likely to go along with this plan. I mean, even Denise and Kim, like, 
Nick is mostly the person most likely to go along with this plan. Um, and I, I just Nick seems to be up for anything. I, I, he was, you know, in, in trouble a couple of uh, a couple weeks, uh, a couple uh, cycles ago, so to say, uh, so to speak. But um, and that just that just he wants to do something and he does something. Yeah, I mean, you could tell he was frustrated that things weren't happening. So I, I definitely think you're right. And I think he just wants to be a part of a plan, you know. And so he's doing what he can to survive. Uh, we obviously don't think he's going to win, yeah. but he's at least bringing something to, something to the game, too. And he is comic relief. He does have nice teeth, too. It's good for him. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, do you think it was a good good move for him? Yeah, I just for me, I, that's a, a resume builder for him just in case he does get to the end. Yeah. He was just not doing much. So <clears throat> whatever you can do to to help yourself out in the game. And I definitely think for him, he's kind of doing the Jeremy thing where he's got all these meat shields. Now he's got Jeremy, he's got Ben and he's got Tony now that are just way bigger threats than him. So I really do think unless it's like one of those things like, hey, this guy could get to the end and win. I just think he's just going to be along for the ride. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I do think that he is going to uh, make it through the next few tribal councils. I think if you're, no matter who you are in the game, there is someone you want to take out a lot more than Nick. And probably exactly. two people that you would like to take out more than Nick. Um, I, I think, you know, he's uh, he's in a, I don't hate the move for him. Uh, I don't know that it does a lot for his resume because it's it's so clearly Tony's move. And oh, absolutely. Even if Tony's not there with him at that final tribal council, I mean, Tony will say it. Jeremy would say it. Michelle would probably say it. It's not his move. He, he was just there. He was the woo in that move. It's like oh, yeah, Tony made a lot of big moves that woo was a part of and only woo was a part of. But like... Wu didn't get credit for that because Wu didn't deserve credit for that. Nick doesn't really deserve a lot of credit for this, uh, but he does deserve some credit. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's so. My thinking is just: Do you have zero things on your resume, or like this one line at the bottom of your resume? And that minuscule thing is still better than nothing for him. Yep, you got to bring something. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so we've got a lot more to talk about. Um, I, I really want to get into the, uh, the the rest of the Tony story here. Uh, we talked about tribal, but I want to talk about that extortion advantage because this is, again, absolute peak Tony. Uh, so we're going to head to the edge of extinction. We're going to give you a survivor business report. We'll talk about the immunity challenge. We're going to get into all of it, and we're going to do that right after this. On May 23rd... I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie <laughs> dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus. Okay, Lance, hello, and we are back, and I know it's your favorite segment, Lance. We are here with another dramatic, exciting Survivor Business Report. Well, this is the episode that you need this business. This is why you've done it for so long. Like, I felt like I was very well informed with all this stuff going on because of your business report. It's crazy. It's crazy. Everybody's getting stimulus checks, gas, or uh, oil is negative dollars a barrel, and, and all of a sudden, inflation wrecks havoc on the Edge of Extinction and, and the Survivor game. Um, I I love this advantage. This is, I, I was not expecting an advantage like this. Um, it's not really an advantage uh, for anybody but uh, Natalie and Parvati, who uh, randomly stumble acro across a clue here. 
Um, I love everything about this advantage. What do you think? First of all, what do you think about this this advantage, this extortion idea? Not only is it an amazing idea, it is one of the best advantages or like types of advantage, disadvantage that I've seen in this game. It was brilliant. I loved it. I was waiting for something like this to happen, and I was wondering if they would get more creative with it because it feels like it's just an evolution of the Island of the Idols kind of thing, and now this. Like it was brilliant, and they picked the perfect person. Just felt like the perfect storm. Like poverty's yes. too smart not to give it to Tony. Tony is so desperate that he's the absolute perfect person to give it to, and it's just it's just a combination of everything that just makes this perfect. Yeah, even that edit when when Parvati is talking about like who makes where where this this makes the most sense to send it right. It's yeah, got to be someone who's causing chaos and would be willing to pay any price and. 100% it's a fantastic read. Tony is all of those things. He will he will stop at nothing to get those tokens. Um, I thought it was absolutely... So So Natalie and Parvati, I guess, they find the advantage together. I, I don't know if they're sharing the reward here, if they're going to split it three to three. Um, but I thought it was gutsy as hell to set that price at six. It was gutsy as hell. And then I, I was watching and I was like, damn, uh, Parvati just is always in the right position with these advantages. Yeah. And I felt a little bad for Natalie because it's like, OK, you got to share this thing. But when you see what they had to do, yeah. that is a two person thing at the minimum. So I, it actually yeah. worked out for them. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't hate the idea of making alliances and working with people at Edge of Extinction. I mean, yes, you're going to compete at the, against them at a challenge somewhere. But if you get back in the game, like they're all jury members. And if you're working your alliance exactly. on Extinction, they're going to vote for you. You'd vote for them. They're going to vote for you. It's, yeah. I, and I, I love it. I actually have a hot take on this. I really feel like the editors are giving us some foreshadowing. We're getting a lot of poverty on Edge of Extinction. She's getting a lot of a lot of, uh, you know, she's becoming a bajillionaire, uh, trillionaire, whatever you want to call it. I think she comes back. That is who I'm picking to come back whenever they do that for the second person to come back from Edge of Extinction. Yeah, uh, Parvati, you would assume, is really rich at this point. Uh, I, I can't really give you a uh, accurate breakdown of who has what tokens because there there are a few question marks here uh, mm -hmm. i don't know how those got split i don't know uh, tony suggested he was going to pay people back i don't know who he paid back if yeah. he did um you know a lot of a lot of question marks here but for sure uh parvati has got to be the the rich 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 beyond uh, belief here yeah and it's just it feels like they're giving us those little breadcrumbs like hey or maybe it's just because everyone loves uh, poverty and wants her to come back too but i just feel like that's something they might be hinting towards. Yeah, that is uh, that is a crazy amount of peanut butter they have access to right now. <laughs> um, yep. So, uh, so the uh, ex so the extortion advantage uh, was that uh, if unless Tony pays his six tokens, right, he can't vote, and he can't win immunity. And uh, I guess they they did some math and probably figured that Tony has a handful of tokens here. Yeah. Uh, I might I I might have set the price at like four or five. Like I I know he'll like. No problem getting one, but I thought it was real gutsy to like have him have to go out there and get three, but he does. And I, I just, I'm marveling at the fact that all these people are giving him tokens. I'm not surprised. Why are people helping Tony? But it's like I, I'm people, gonna keep asking this question. People who are working against each other are coming together to help Tony out. It makes no sense. Like they've never seen him play. But I just want to go through how the pure comedy of him uh, when he got the advantage, him running and then falling, 
was amazing. <laughs> then he has that childlike joy, you know, Christmas morning joy to see the word extortion. He just freaks out over extortion, oh, only to realize that it's being played against him. Oh, and then that... on top of that, the cherry on top is it's six tokens. It was just to see the life yeah. get sucked out of him was so amazing. And he just had some amazing quotes like, I don't know why uh, extortion isn't illegal here. The price of milk just went up. The guy is just <laughs> incredible. It's criminal code to see something. It's, <laughs> it's what it is. Um, yeah, I, and and kudos to I mean kudos to both Tony first of all for reacting the way he did, but also to the uh, to whoever wrote that that extortion note because it was mm-hmm. just put together perfectly. Where Tony just gets more and more excited, like you said, and then right at the end, it's like they get him at the end, and it's just like. Oh, that 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 poor guy. But he doesn't like so many Survivor contestants would just stew on that, and he just goes to work immediately. And I love uh, I, I love that he went for, he so he goes to Michelle, and I love the conversation that he has with Michelle because Michelle has no Me tokens, too. and she comes up with this great lie. I love her lie. Brilliant she, lie. Four token edge of extinction return advantage. It's the it's the only thing that it makes sense. It's the kind of nonsense that would possibly be in the game. Um, and, and Tony Tony buys it. Tony buys it, and he, he can't believe that. Like, oh my goodness, I have to pay six. She had to pay four. Like all of a sudden, everyone wants all these tokens. Um, it's a great lie because it has a little bit of truth behind it. And to be yeah. honest, I for a moment I forgot about Michelle's thing. I was like, why is Michelle telling him his actual? The actual uh, advantage and stuff. And I was like, oh, wait, that's not it and stuff. She's so got it. She's it was got really it. good. I, and I was really waiting for this moment because, like, I felt like this moment at some point would come up where someone's got absolutely no tokens and someone's coming for them in a desperate need of a token. And I was waiting for this, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was wondering if it was more like people come together to buy something, but the what you can buy just doesn't give you enough of an advantage. So this was great. And for him to just to convince people, like you said, that are going against each other that aren't even working with them, that he's playing both sides and stuff. It's just brilliant. Especially Jeremy. Like, yeah, he yeah. was angry at Jeremy before. Jeremy, for some reason, trusts him and stuff. And he's just going to trust him more after this. Like, Tony's really setting himself up well, if he obviously can get to the end. But all he has to do, say, say he gets to the final three, if it's final two, just submit this episode to the jury. Don't even say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, Tony gets uh, has, has it so good with Jeremy that not only does Jeremy give Tony a token, but Jeremy says that he probably would have given Tony two if he could have <laughs> could have, uh, you know, if, if it wouldn't have bankrupted him, um, yep. which is I, I mean, and then straight to Nick and to Ben, Ben, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just I, I'm absolutely I'm absolutely shocked. And I, I do wonder if he asked anybody else, because the way that they set it up is he asked the perfect people, because yeah. if he asked Kim. This whole plan just crumbles and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, you know, he's he is picking, I guess, the people that he is working the best with. Uh, aside from Sarah, he does not go to Sarah, uh, which I think yep. is interesting. Um, you know, maybe he did. Maybe Because he, he knows that it, she but... would go to Sophie. It's it, it was really interesting. And that's part of why this is so brilliant of a move by Tony. Uh, you know, it's such a big, dramatic, high visibility move, but if Sophie stays in the game, like the reason why we thought she would win the game is because she had so many social connections. She mm-hmm. was tied to Sarah and she was tied with, with Kim. I mean, we see she, she's uh, tied with, yep. she gave Kim a, a token here. Yep. Ben, ben would have voted for her too. I'm sure Adam would have voted for her. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, so, okay. So I have a question here. Um, so I have a question too, but oh, you go ahead. Okay. I'll give you my question first. Uh, and then okay. you can follow up with, with yours. But, um, so with all these people giving Tony tokens, uh, do you think that, do you think that helps? Like, is that a good game move for everybody? Like, I think there's like something to be said. I mean, aside from like, you're getting played by Tony, but like, don't, like, wouldn't a good business relationship, like, build a good game relationship, you know? Especially if you're getting paid back. Like, we don't know who yeah. got paid back, but someone's getting paid back. Yeah, I totally get that. And, you know, it just buys you that trust. And it also, it feels like this is kind of the new alliance where if I came up to you and said, hey, let's join, let's start an alliance, and you told me no, <laughs> I'd be instantly suspecting you. And if somebody said no to him, I think it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it's a great uh, – he is – he is so good at convincing these these people. And I, I love that he, like, takes this note and, like, just the way, like, he, just the way he presents it, like, it, it's almost like Tony's having fun with it. Um, yeah. And he, like, wants you to, like, join him and have fun with him, too. Um, and another thing I thought was really interesting was that these people could have taken this information, went to everybody and be like, all right, this is a threat. Let's just get rid of Tony. He yeah. Obviously, if no one gives him anything, he can't play and he can't vote. This is the easiest thing in the world. That's the, that's, nobody that's did that. Yes, that is absolutely amazing, and I'm glad you brought that up because this should make him a bigger target. Like, he's yep. absolutely – he would be so vulnerable. He couldn't win immunity. He couldn't protect himself. He couldn't even vote. So, like, what's he going to do? Like – the entire reason why this episode works out for, for him in the end is because he has all this power, like a crazy amount of power. So he can go crazy, but without, without any of the power anyway. Um, yeah. So, so, so thrilled to see, uh, just so thrilled to see everything coming out of Tony here. Um, so, so I think that's a, I think that's a, and we did mention that Sophie. Uh, all right. You want to hear my question real yes, quick? Yes. Yes. Uh, what made Tony decide to flip the vote? He was on board to get out Jeremy. Was it because he heard they're going to split 4-2, or was this a plan he always had? I think that's a good question. That's a good question. I think Tony is probably the kind of guy who um, who is always, he, like he said, he's always running plans, right? So he probably had like 20 different plans going on in his head, like mm -hmm. before the challenge even happened, right? And I, I think that, like, right here, like, this is something that Tony did before, right? Like, he has, he's kind of pulled this move before where the vote's going one way and he convinces his woo to go a different way. Uh, I think everything just kind of aligned for him in the right way. And he made that strategic decision that, like, the thing he really cares about is having these, these lions in the game, right? Um, that this is his opportunity to take out a hyena because... For sure, if he doesn't, the hyenas are going to take out a lion, right? Yeah, and he just did everything so perfectly. He picked the right people to ask for the fire tokens. He picked the right person to target. She had an idol in her freaking pocket. She was, like we said, she was set up to cakewalk to the end of this game the way she was playing and stuff. So it's just a perfect, perfect play in all aspects from Tony. Yeah, and it really, and we haven't even really talked about the uh, the beginning of the episode where he finds a hidden immunity idol. Um, obviously, didn't use it in this particular episode, but I would counter to say that, like, if he doesn't start off with the immunity idol, then who knows where all the rest of this could have gone? Uh, yep. Because it, you know he had to make a big play when he was uh, being extorted, but the reason why he could. Aside from the fact that he had to, is because he had some kind of safety net there, knowing like, okay, so if something goes wrong, like, 
I've at least got something going on. So like, why not go for it? And then going after Sophie again, like he's making a big move. It's it it might make him more of a target, but he's got that little bit of safety. And I think that's why the crazy Tony comes out. Like, oh, absolutely. He, Tony got his he bag just, of tricks. He had the double, you know, confidence booster and having the uh, winning the immunity challenge and having the immunity idol. So I definitely think that's what did it. And I really just love that. His brain is moving so fast that he – I don't think he sleeps. Like you just start with him just not – just like staring, you know, it's what, 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning or whatever. I just don't think he sleeps. And I was so happy that it's like the little voice in his head finally took over and he's like, we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it, it absolutely. Uh, and let's let's talk a little bit about the immediate – the rest of the Tony extravaganza here. Uh, because it was a very, it was a very impressive win by Tony here in the immunity challenge. And I mean, Kim notes that this, this is making Tony a little bit of a bigger target here, or maybe not so little bit of a bigger target. A lot. Um, but, um, but he still really comes through. So it's a three part challenge, right? You got to balance on a beam. You got to hold up the statue on a, with, with a pole basically. And then at some point you need to make a transition and it looks like the transition's super hard. Cause like just like looking at Denise, like the way, like she was shaking, like, like that is, yeah, that, that is pole, not easy. That pole is like three times her size and stuff. Like that's tough, especially when you're balancing and everything. And like, you even saw Tony who won, he was in trouble like the whole time. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was, I was really concerned for Jeremy when Jeremy, uh, you know, mm -hmm. it was down to Tony and Jeremy uh, at, at the very last second, Jeremy just kind of like, it looks like he just like kind of stumbles off. It's like, like almost like an Alec moment. Um, where it's just like, he, I thought this, that was a like, little, yeah, I thought it was really weird that he dropped like right after Ben. I, I thought that was just really, really weird. Like, is that something where like, if I didn't know that Jeremy was on the block, I'd think Jeremy and Tony, like if I'm in the, the stands of eliminated people be like, are Tony and Jeremy actually working together? Cause he fell so like directly after I thought I it was, was a, a little, yeah, little no. weird. I, I, I too, like I, I do get the feeling based on what I saw that like Jeremy really did want to win it. And that that was like a legitimate like he really did look like he was out of it. Um, uh, just mm -hmm. the way he was stumbling and, and his facial expressions and everything. But but um, yeah, it was just it's it's it just I don't know, man. It, it's got to take so much, so much out of you. Um, and I think there were some people there who were suspicious uh, about yeah. about what what happened there. I, I think so, because it was you have the to timing be. especially when so dead on. Exactly. And you're, you're always suspicious. You're always paranoid. So if there's even, like one little thing, and that could be misconstrued as a very obvious thing, that uh, that has to get on everyone's radar. But at the same time, it's hard to believe that Jeremy would be the kind of guy who would say no to I just don't give up this time. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So I, I but that's, that's why that would be in my back of my head, too. It's like, oh, that's what they want me to think. This is such a good play. Like, I can just see the paranoia just like growing and stuff. But I got to say, like, after Tony won this one, it, you just knew at that point it was Tony's episode and he could do no wrong. Like he yeah. won a, a patience immunity challenge. Get the <laughs> F out of here. Like that's not something that Tony would do. And he gets the two fire tokens back. It's, it's unbelievable. So I, I, when I heard about the fire tokens, I did have a, I did have a moment where I said like, okay, like obviously winning immunity here would be great for Tony, but it's got to land him in some hot water there because he's got three people that he needs to replay. He's repay. He's yep, playing yep. both sides against each other. And now he has to pick a side because now he's got the money to pick a side. Um, and I'm disappointed that we didn't see that. Like I, I didn't see it as a scene. Um, I really, cause 
feels like it could have such a great impact on what happened. Um, but but I don't I don't know. You presume you presume that he did pay back somebody. Um, I I would I would guess uh, Jeremy. If Jeremy, I, I would say if Tony doesn't pay back Jeremy, uh, if Jeremy is the person Tony stiffs, then Jeremy's going to have a hard time going with Tony uh, when it comes that was to the vote, right? Exactly my thought process. I one I wanted to see how he was going to do that, uh, pay him back and everything, and it just you had to give one to Jeremy, you have to give one to the other side, and then trust the one person that you think you can trust be like, Hey, I got you again next time or something. I had to do this thing or whatever, but it is, that's a huge strategic thing because there's two verse three. So I really want to see that. I'm guessing the other person would probably be Nick if only because they, that was they my were guess together too. as well. Um, but Ben is also kind of person that I would not want to stiff on a loan. <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would be much more, I'd be much more willing to, 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 to stiff Nick on a loan. Than to stiff yeah. And Nick is just the yeah. most easy going and stuff too. He could be like, Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Just get yeah. me next time. Yeah. And I definitely would want to cross Jeremy at all. <laughs> no, just, no, no, no. He would just stare at me and that would be the end of that. Um, yep. yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that's, uh, so that's, that's, that's where things said, again, we can't do the full, uh, token breakdown. Um, Sarah, uh, Sarah and Kim do pick up a, an extra token. Uh, I did think it was fun, uh, watching the, uh, the little, uh, Tony's tally change at the bottom of the screen. Mm, yep. Uh, with each token that he picked up. That was good. All yeah, right. It was, uh, it was a nice little touch. All right, so uh, we have been going for a while here, Lance, but we still have a lot to talk about, actually. Uh, I really want to talk to you about uh, figuring out who can win now, because uh, we were so all in, at least I was, on Sophie winning the game. Uh, assuming Sophie does not win the game now, uh, I want to know who wins. I want to talk about the, uh, the, the Sarah's fashion show, and of course, Lance, I am very curious if you learned anything by watching TV this week, and we're going to find out all of that right after this. Exclusively on Paramount Plus. Get ready Vamanos. to explore like never before. Swiper knows swiping. Oh man! Swing into action. We need your help. Yay! With a girl who put adventure <laughs> on the map. I don't think I can do it, Dora. I'll protect you, Boots. Together, we got this. Todos juntos. Yeah! Dora, the brand new series. Stream with your family now. Exclusively on Paramount Plus. Okay, Lance, uh, we're back, and uh, we're back with a, a few more of the... Uh, I want to talk about a few of the uh, fun little moments that happened in the episode, and uh, I, 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 we, can't, we can't not talk about uh, Sarah's fashion show. Uh, mm. what, did you, what did you think of that, this little, uh, this little aside we had here? I thought it was, you know, a nice little touch. We haven't gotten a lot of, like, lighthearted moments just because the game is so crazy and there's so much going on and stuff, but I, I, I looked at it a little different way. This felt like a setup. Say Tony gets to the end. This is a jury management scene. Mm -hmm. This is a Sarah versus Tony scene where they're foreshadowing that Tony would lose in a vote because he's not doing the jury management thing. And if Sarah does get to the end, she has all these people that like her and stuff. So I thought that's kind of what I took that as. And then I um, secondary thought, uh, Michelle should be a model. She's got that walk down. Yeah, like, yeah. It was pretty impressive. That was that was for sure one of my one of my notes here, and I don't want to uh, you know not to take anything away from Kim because Kim had a really strong runway uh, mm -hmm. performance as well. But Michelle was working it like she she knew what to do. Like she was swinging around that tree, she was throwing that jacket over her back. She just had she had it going on. She is yeah. You have to have the walk, but you also have to have the swagger and stuff. Obviously, I have never modeled, 
Yeah. So I don't really know that well, but I watched Top Model once, so I get it. Yeah, no, Michelle, Michelle, you can see why Michelle won with the social game here. Like, like she is yep. just, yep. she is just a lot of fun in in these moments that that we get to see her. Um, but yeah, I, and it's I, also great to see Sarah more lighthearted too. She was actually like, you get to see that a, a part of her personality that you don't usually see, which is really cool. You know, seeing Sarah actually joke around and stuff because. It's a rarity, so I, I like that part too. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun there. The uh, the line I used to open us up uh, here this this afternoon when I was talking about uh, you know that she's she's funny and she's pretty and she's smart, but she's really creative too. Um, yeah. And you know she just had a lot of fun, and I think you're 100 percent right when you said that this was about jury management. Um, because we do see a lot of Tony just like, no, I don't want to do it. Like, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm going over here. And Sarah's, like, having fun and involving everybody. And it really, like, I almost got, like, shades of Dean, DK Chillin'. Yeah. Like, towards <laughs> yeah. the end where, like, you're expecting, like, there's no way Dean's making it to the end of this game. There's no way Tony's making it to the end of this game. And then all of a sudden they're both there, but at the same time, all of a sudden you start getting, like, oh, this guy's got a terrible social game, doesn't he? Um, and that's, that's I, what I'm worried. I'm worried about that for Tony. I'm just worried that like 100%. someone's going to be more appealing socially next to him. And even though he's made some big, crazy moves, that person's still going to win. I do want to say, though, that since they're all winners and they all haven't played the cleanest games in their wins and stuff, mm -hmm. maybe they do respect someone who just purely plays the game. But to kind of counteract what I just said, there have been other seasons that have been all returning players and we still get that bitter jury. So you really don't know. It's good. Good that you contradicted yourself immediately. That's always good. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would debate myself. Yeah, I'm sure. And you'd win every time, right? One of us. would. I'd lose every time too. So. <laughs> that's, that's true. That is true. Um, all right. So uh, I, I want to talk about, uh, so, so Sophie, I, I was convinced that Sophie would win. Um, assuming she does not here, um, and there, she very well could, like, there's no reason why she can't get back in the game. There's no reason why she can't win after she gets back in the game. She's got a lot of friends there. This is kind of like a, 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 a Tony bounced her out of the game, uh, with a little bit of a, a little bit of trickery here. But, uh, what, what about everybody else in the game? I, I kind of want to run down the list here and I, I want you to tell me, Lance, uh, what do you think their chances are of winning this game? Like, are they legit contenders and, and, uh, what do you think their chances are? So what I'll do is I will go, we'll play a segment called contender or pretender and okay. I will let you know either one. I love it. I love it. Okay. So let's start with the man of the hour here, Tony. Uh, let's just get it out of the way. What do you think? About He's this? an He's a contender. Do I think he's going to win? Probably not unless he wins out or finds a second immunity idol. But he is the has to be the favorite right now. He has the resume. He's got the power. But he's the biggest target. But he's a contender. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent for sure. Um, you know, Tony is finally out and swinging. I, I, I love it. Um, I, you know, I, I do think he's going to fall a little bit short here. Um, mm -hmm. and, and potentially if he does make it to that final tribal council, especially if he's sitting next to Sarah, I think Sarah's mm -hmm. going to beat him. Um, even with the flashy move, uh, I, I just, just based on her, her connections with, with Kim and Michelle and, and, and all the other players in the game, I, I think she's just got a little bit of a better connection with, uh, I think Tony can be a little bit of, a little bit off putting. And I think you also, uh, like I said, like that DK chillin, um, side, but like when you see Tony out there, Tony's working with guys, Tony's working with Nick, Yeah. Tony's working with, uh, Jeremy. 
Tony, uh, DK Chillin did not work with Janet. DK Chillin did not even talk to Janet. DK Chillin yeah, like the wanted one, to work with the guys, the... and he had a strategy that he was going to win over slightly less than half a jury by talking to only slightly less than half a jury. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I will say for Tony is he does seem to be working with Michelle and then obviously Sarah, So, but it is a majority of, of men for sure. Um, I think we already talked about it a little bit, but we may as well talk about his uh, his partner in crime here, Sarah. Uh, what do you think about her? I'm going to go contender for Sarah, mm-hmm. but it's right now it's really borderline for me. I'm really interested to see what she does coming off the Sony or the the Sophie thing. So uh, I'm going to put her in like on the fence, but leaning towards contender. Mm. Uh, I I I think she is a solid contender uh, for sure. Um, I don't think Tony is interested in, in, in trying to target her and get rid of her. Uh, she may be interested in doing that to Tony. I don't know. Um, I think her game is, is a little bit, uh, a little bit weaker now. Um, just in the sense that, uh, you know, that, that the game has kind of swung against her where there's different people in the majority that necessarily than her, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I really think that of, of all the people that are there, she has one of the strongest chances to win, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I would I would put her, I just I feel might, like I might Tony's even put her at the top of my list right now. Um, I, I think if anyone I just, can pull I it think, out, I think, I think Tony. Out. Yeah, I think Tony turns on her. I think he wants to work with her, but then realizes one of them is going to have to turn on each other. It would be really fun to see Sarah turn on him as much as we love Tony. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um, but I, I think it. I think it's very possible that we wind up with both of them in the final. Um, that, that is, I think that mm-hmm. is possible too. Um, it, the fi- final four fire making and the, the edge of extinction, it makes it all wonky. It's, it's tough to, tough to say for yep. sure. Um, all right. So, uh, what about, uh, what about, uh, what about Kim? What do we think about Kim? I know you were high on her. I'm putting a, ago. what about now? As, as bad as her flip was and everything, I'm putting her as a contender. She just seems to kind of survive and stuff and to get by and people do like her she has a lot of friends on that at edge of extinction on the jury and stuff and i just feel like she's made some missteps but i feel like she's just really close to making like a really good move and being in a good spot so i'm putting her in the contender spot i i agree with you and i I think that like you said that she is kind of in that minority position where she's had a bunch of votes go against her uh but it does feel like she is the leader of the minority uh, whenever that group kind of gets together, that she is kind of the force. She's the smarts. She's the strategy. Um, she was out there with an idol. It didn't work, but like, I think you got to give her respect for trying to play the game. You know, like that's a, absolutely. Even though the move doesn't work, it's still a move, and it's still a respectable move. Um, I, I think if anybody on the minority side of these votes can win, um, I, I think it's Kim. I think it's Kim. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, so, what about uh, what about Michelle? What do you think about Michelle's chances? Uh, I, I've gone contender every single time. I'm going to go pretender for Michelle, and it kind of hurts me to say that. I just don't see how she can. I can see her getting to the end. I just don't see her winning. I know she her social is the way she goes and everything, and she could totally, you know, do a repeat of her season and stuff. But I just don't think she's got the resume and everything right now. 
Yeah, I think we've uh, we've been kind of uh, saying that Michelle, like all season long, that Michelle's the type of person who's going to make it super far, but just kind of come short, and that, that that's mm-hmm. going to make her the person that we all kind of wish won uh, at at the end, kind of. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm I think I'm with you. Uh, that things kind of are, are turning against her a little bit. Uh, she's less of a part of the story. She's less of a part of what's going on and what's happening. She's being yeah, brought, alone for, brought along it's for not... the ride, and she's... I don't know. It just doesn't seem like we got an awful lot of uh, of uh, top-tier play from Michelle, even though that she's on the bottom. Not that she's doing badly. I just don't see what she's doing to wind up a winner at the end. Exactly. And it's not a good look when they have a scene of you saying, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Not great, right? Not great. Not great. Um, okay, how about Denise? What do we think about Denise's chances? Denise, underrated contender. Definitely a contender. She feels like one of those people that all these heavyweights are going after each other. She has a little bit of a resume, and if she makes it to the end, I can really, really see her winning. So a contender for me. Um, I, I love Denise. Uh, the thing that makes me worried about Denise is that I feel like a lot of players here, like Kim, I feel like has a lot of social connections with players, and, and Tony has a lot of social connections with players, and Sarah does, but I feel like Denise is kind of almost on an island on her own. Um, mm, yeah. Where, you know, people are talking like, is Denise close with this person? And the answer is no. Um, you know, is Denise close, co- close with Adam? Well, not as much as she used to be, apparently. Um, Denise really, it's a great point. I feel like that's, uh, you know, she, she's going to be able to maybe stick around because of that and be able to participate as a swing vote in a lot of places. And, and she may have an easier route to the end because of that. Um, but I think it's going to be, she's got that big move against Sandra, but unless she comes up with some other really killer move at like six or five or like, uh, you got if there are more fireworks from Denise, it's totally possible, but like not right now. She's got to put in work. Yep, I'm with you. All right, so let's uh, all right, so let's finish up the uh, let's finish up the guys here. Uh, what do you think about Ben? Ben is a pretender. I think yeah. we've hinted at that uh, this whole time. It's just nobody really likes. Him. Does he have a vote or anything? Like he could be one of those guys you just take to the end because you know he's not going to get a vote. He hasn't really done much. He's kind of done a really good job of being in the right alliance and just on the right side of the numbers and stuff. But he hasn't really done anything for me. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, I, I think that he would be a, a tough, uh, tough for him to win a jury vote against most of these people. Um, you know, it's hard to say that he was the driving force behind anything. And it's hard to say that socially people are really enamored with him. Um, you know, it just doesn't doesn't seem like he's got a uh, does not seem like he's got an awful lot. But, you know, he's also. I feel like he's also very unlikely to make it to the end anyway, uh, despite the fact that he might yep. be the perfect goat. Um, just because he is an alpha male, and there are a number of other alpha males out there, and these alpha males do not like each other, and it just seems really unlikely that that that's all gonna that's not gonna just it's gonna happen. It's yeah, gonna... especially because Jeremy's already pitching that Ben's the biggest physical threat when he's not. <laughs> What the one alpha male doesn't like the other one? What are you telling? Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna clash. What what a surprise! <laughs> Never. What a surprise. Uh, okay, uh, so let's talk about the uh, the other half there, Jeremy. What do we think about Jeremy's chances? I want to say pretender, but it's just there's so much stacked against him that I could definitely see him making it to the end. But he just needs like the perfect storm where Tony people keep going after Tony and Tony plays an idol and stuff and like they someone else gets taken out. But I just don't see Jeremy 
being able to make it to the end. So I, I I'm gonna go pretender. What do you think? So you're you're going you're going pretender. Um, yeah, I mean I I love Jeremy and you know he is he's playing he is playing hard, uh, but he is just not in control, and he. I mean, it's impressive if he gets to the end, but just getting to the end isn't enough. And mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know, man. He's got to, like I said, like if Denise does something at the end, you know, D- Jeremy could sure do something at the end too. But he has to do a complete and total 180 of the game. Like he really has to completely and totally change the game dynamic. Um, and I don't know if he is going to be able to do that. Um, yeah, it just seems. He, yeah, he's just in survival mode which is great and you can definitely create a story around that and he uses advantage right and all that stuff but it's just i just don't see him getting there yeah yeah um okay and uh finally and last but not least or perhaps least uh we'll, we'll get your take on that nick uh evil vampire donathan <laughs> can he win uh big time pretender I, I think we, we the, love nick but he's a pretender he would be the uh the one to uh, hundred to one shot right Mm-hmm, right. That's, that's the one where you you you, you put down a, a five dollar bet in Las Vegas and hope that if he wins, you get a new home. The hail mary. Get enough to pay off all your student loans. Yeah. It's, Nick it's like when I when I walk into the casino and I put a hundred on green, trying to get that thirty three to one odds. All right, and one actually, I I said last but not least, Ben, or pardon, not last but not least, Nick. Uh, but that that actually isn't true because I, I guess I do have one more for you, Lance. Uh, what do you think about the possibility of Chris Underwood winning? Uh, just someone, <laughs> just anyone coming back from the edge. Right now, there are a whole ton of people. Like when you you saw that jury walk in, like that's a train of people. There are a lot of people on that jury. Could any one of them win? Uh, I'm gonna go blanket statement uh, contender, just because it's just too tough to tell. Like if Austin Rob comes back, I think he's got a strong chance. I think Parvati comes back, really really strong chance. Even Ewell. So. Uh, I'm going to say definite contender. Yeah. Uh, I, I think just because of Chris Underwood, it's hard to say, you know, for sure, no one can do it. Uh, Cause that's exactly. what you would say. That's what you would have said before Chris Underwood did it. And he did it. Um, that is kind of like a, you know, the, the perfect game of all perfect game. Like if we say Tony had a good episode here tonight, Chris Underwood had a, f- effing fantastic episode when he won uh it was like the only episode that season that it was really in but it was a great episode yep. for him um yep. uh yeah um but I, I think uh you know unless it's so like unless it's sophie like i i i'm just gonna hold on to some hope that i can salvage some uh some face uh here but uh, probably not i'm just gonna look like an idiot and that's fine i usually do <laughs> we all do so it's yep. okay so uh, it's a safe place. No one ever yeah. calls anybody on the internet or anything. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. Um, I, I would say that chances are the person who comes back from the edge will not win, uh, especially if it's Tyson. I think Tyson yeah. voted out a third time. <laughs> that would be uh, impressive. It's kind of that's kind of the we call that the Aussie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get voted it'd out, be funny if he back, got voted out. Come back. It'd be funny if he got voted out through another advantage, like or like somebody plays an idol or something, and then it goes on Tyson. He just goes out in like all these random different ways, uh, or he votes for himself again. Yeah, it could, you never know. You never know. All sorts of all sorts of ways that can go wrong. Uh, all right, Lance. Yeah. Uh, so before we uh, wrap things up here, uh, I've got a got a question for you, and that's uh, did you did you learn anything watching this episode, Lance? I did not. I'm throwing. 
what we learned out the window because this is a special episode. I'm going yeah. back to winners and losers. Okay, let's do it. What do you got? So, obvious winner, Tony. It was just a Michael Jordan-esque performance. Somebody tweeted this out. I forget who it is, so I'm sorry for not crediting you. But this was like when he dropped 63 on the the champion Celtics and stuff. It was just, from start to finish, just an all-time performance from Tony. Absolutely amazing. He's the no-doubt winner of the episode. 100, 100%. You know, he, he, may, he may be in trouble a couple weeks from now, but he is looking good today. Oh, yeah. Other, a couple other winners, uh, Parvati and Natalie. That's uh, an easy one. They get a bunch of coins, uh, fire tokens, and they're looking real strong to come back, especially Parvati. I've hinted that a couple times this episode. And then uh, two more. Uh, Jeremy, we talked about this. He played the advantage at the right time. It was perfect. Now he's really under the radar with Tony just becoming the biggest threat in the game. Yeah. And um, and then uh, finally, I, yes. My went. Go ahead. No, I, I just I, I do love I love I, I love Jeremy. I love I love where he is at, but he he just mm. feels like he's falling into that 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 like classic survivor character of the person who. Oh, you want him to make it all the way to the end, and he can just win his way through. But like, there are eleven people left to go. And he ain't gonna do it oh, a yeah. times. Like that's that's the only. This is a yeah. This but isn't this a long term winner. Look, this, week, yeah. Yeah, this no. week he won. Yeah, because he's still there. He's yep. still there. He shouldn't be there. If you're, but he's still there, and that's a win. He was against the numbers on the chopping block. The person that he was going against had an idol, and he won. So good for him. And then finally, the survivor producers and editors. It was just. Coming up with the uh, the extortion advantage, amazing. All the editing was just top notch. This was just an amazing episode for all the production wise. I, it was obviously the highlight of the season. Yeah, yeah. That again, yeah, absolutely fantastic editing job. Um, but they've really been on the really been on fire this this entire season. Um, just top top notch stuff. Um, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I'd say uh, if I if I had to choose uh, my my winner and loser, I'll try to try to do what we used to do with the uh, the old days and, and stay away from your picks here. Uh, mm. My loser, I'll say Denise. Uh, Denise is a loser here. Um, obviously, Kim and Denise they, they flipped at the wrong time, but Kim has yep, friends yep. and Denise doesn't. That's the difference. Yep. Um, and, and Denise is in a really bad like Denise is just gonna. She it looks like she's in a place where she's just gonna get wiped out of the game. Where with very little pomp and circumstance. Yeah, just with a whimper. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I, you know, I gotta say, you know, Sarah looks like a little bit of a little bit of a loser here. Um, yep. Just because, you know, maybe because what happened this episode shines the light on like how good her position was before here um, with mm-hmm. Sophie in the game. It's gonna be harder with so with Sophie out of the game, but I think the one thing that she does have going for her here is that Tony will always be a bigger target than she is. Um, Absolutely. As long as they are still, you know, maybe they'll be at odds with each other next episode, but um, you know, for, for now it's a, it's a loser, but with an asterisk that she didn't lose too badly. Um, yep. Uh, the winner. I mean, I, I, it's hard to say anybody, but Tony's the winner here. I mean, come on. It's, it's, yeah, it's a it's 100% Tony episode. And I mean, Jeremy too, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I'll, I'll say Nick. Nick's a winner here hmm, because okay. he, he finally got to clear up that whole uh, that whole evil vampire thing, and we've all finally agreed on how much he does not look like 
No, no, we we decided the opposite, right? We decided that he definitely looks like evil vampire. Jonathan. I just think it was a way for him to talk about like how nice his teeth are and stuff. Like that was just that <laughs> was like a great like nagging yourself, like humble brag kind of thing. Yeah. Do you think he sh- did? You think he shaved it off to make the fangs? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> great. It was good. It's great. Uh, and then uh, you pretty much named all my losers. My only other loser, Ben, just because yeah. everyone hates him and stuff yeah. and so getting the the stink eye from jeremy and stuff so yeah and then uh yeah that those are my losers so we're pretty much on the same page here yeah um i want to say uh i want to say uh be, before we we move on and wrap things up uh, i don't know if anyone if you've had a chance to look at the uh the secret scenes yet uh on on cbs.com yeah the uh, sarah and kim one was amazing it's a really good scene yeah and i, I just wanted to call that out if uh in case our listeners haven't gone over to cbs all access to watch it um, there's a really good scene uh, where uh, Kim and Sarah, really Sarah's talking about her win in Game Changers and how like she feel like she felt so guilty and like she's a bad person for doing what she did and that like she had like it, basically PTSD from like appearing on Survivor. Um, and, and I think we kind of got a little bit from Tyson too about like just how hard the game was. Uh, you know, in this yeah, episode. that's and it's, that's something I wanted to bring up too. Is, it's great. It's great. Like we get just it's a really honest and and great conversation, and it shows it shows you a lot about Kim and Sarah, just who they are as people in the game. Yeah, winning a million bucks doesn't get rid of all your problems, and that that's it gave them a lot of perspective and stuff. And then to go back to what Tyson was saying, it was a great shot because you could just tell Adam is not going to take this well. And there are definitely some people who won't take this well and stuff. And it reminded me of like, it doesn't really work, but it definitely reminded me of uh, Heroes vs. Villains, where to me, Parvati should have beat Sandra. But if Parvati didn't win before, I think that's something that really sticks with you. When you lose in that final vote kind of thing, where it's close and maybe you should have won, that's where I feel like it really sticks with you. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's tough when like you're, you're trying to, you know, pick some clips and some film to show uh, you know, how a person is feeling inside without using like a quote from them. Like it's all about like, but it's just like, like it all, like, it just feels so like you can just like, I don't know, man, it's, it's gotta be so hard out there. It's gotta be, it's gotta be really hard, especially, especially for someone like at at, who I'm sure went into the game thinking like he is going to nail this. Like yeah. he, he had so many strategies going in and he found that idol that Jeff Probst had in his Well it's, it's he, also a let go ahead. He just he just had it all and, and to go out the way he did and I mean I think it's tough. It's tough. It's a legacy thing to me. Like it's yeah. kinda like a sports legend at the end kind of thing where it's like, do I keep playing? But this for some people it's playing again and playing multiple times solidifies your legend and some people it's like wait how did this person win oh wait is this person actually overrated are they actually good and stuff so it it's a definite risk to come out here especially as a one-time winner or a one-time player and to potentially ruin your your legacy which is something that i think adam really cares about yeah i i i will say though if i am a you know if i'm a contestant on survivor being the the fan that i am and if I tried something big and it worked out really bad and I looked really dumb and I became the next Eric Reichenbach, right, where Jeff just mm-hmm. can't stop showing clips of the stupid thing that I did, uh, I, would be, I would be embarrassed, yes. But at the same time, there's just something really cool about that. Like, even though you did something dumb, you're still a survivor legend for that. And not just for that, you're still a winner of a season, 
It's just like yeah, it's definitely a case by case basis where it's like, all right, you tried to make a move, it didn't work out. That's you know, you you have some onions and you're doing that. I respect that, but it re- it's really like the dumb stuff where it's like, all right, you screwed up like four different times and yeah. it's yeah, amateur stuff. I'll just say, for for example, I, I will say it's a. I, I think it's a much better look for Adam than for some other past winners who did stupid things like, uh, yep. like JT, the the last week uh-huh. went out of the game in Game Changers. Not the best look for JT. Not the best look. Yep. Which is, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> JT that's, man. Yeah. Give it away. Yeah. I think I think that's a good place yeah. to end it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lance. Uh, Hey, I had a great time talking Survivor with you here today. Uh, I hope everybody listening uh, had a great time, too. Uh, Or at least an acceptable time. You know, we'll we'll shoot for acceptable. Uh, As long as it wasn't a bad time. Yeah, exactly. Um, So if you had an okay to decent time, maybe even a satisfactory time, uh, please consider subscribing to the Survivor Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart, Radio, Stitcher, Basically, anywhere you can find good podcasts, you'll find ours because we snuck it in there. Uh, if you really like the show uh, and you haven't done so yet, Lance and I would absolutely adore it if you would leave us a review. Uh, five stars. Five star. Five stars only, please, uh, or else our fashion show gets canceled. Um, and and I walk like Michelle. We got some hot looks for fall, you know? Yeah, I, I made you a skirt. Yep, that's <laughs> It's going to look so fantastic. Can't wait to wear it. And we'll figure out when that is uh, at a later date. All right, everybody. Uh, listen, I hope you had a great time. We did too. I hope to see you back here next time. Uh, this is Survivor Brothers signing off. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount+. Plus. Paramount+, Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.